Hello and welcome to There's No Place Like Summer Camp. I'm your host, Andrew Waterhouse. And in today's episode, we're taking a look at the merchandise that I still have from my time at camp. So, coming into our tent and I'll spill the beans. Welcome back to another episode of There's No Place Like Summer Camp. I hope you're doing well. It's very nice, hot, sunny day today. It's uh, beginning to, to turn into summer now with the clocks having gone forwards. And it's uh, it's really nice to see the, uh, you know, you finish work and it's nice, hot, sunny, still. Um, gone are the days for at least six months until um, you finish work. You start work and it's dark, you finish work and it's dark, because they're so depressing, I really do find that. Um, So yeah, I'm feeling good, I hope you are too, I hope it's sunny uh, at the time you're listening to this, perhaps you're on a walk, perhaps you're, I don't know, I don't know, listening to me with the windows down in a car, Um, it's nice, it's nice to see that summer is very close, Uh, yeah, it's really good, so speaking of things that are really close... The book is probably, what, when's it out? Let me have a look at the calendar. Oh, shit. So by the time that this episode actually goes live, this is going to be the last episode before the book actually goes live. I didn't realise that. (laughs) Oh, jeez, wow. That's really cool. So this is the last episode before the book goes live. I didn't realise, I really didn't realise that. Jesus Christ. That's cool. That's so cool. Well, I've realised now, that's good at least. Um, so yeah, if you, in case you don't know, the book is just around the corner. It releases on the 4th of April. Um, I need to make sure that I've done everything <laughs> I can possibly do for this book. I think I think it is perfectly ready for a release. And um, this past couple of... Well, I say this past couple of weeks. This past week, I've just been doing so much work on the audiobook. So an audiobook is in the works. It's probably not going to be ready for the fourth, but the paperback, the ebook, and there's also going to be a hardback, all available on the 4th of April. So I really do hope you enjoy it. Um, oh, I can't believe... So, okay, so th- this this episode is all about the merchandise that I still have from camp. Um, but before we get into that... Um, I have to remind you guys that the competition is still open. If you want to have a chance of winning your own copy of There's No Place Like Summer Camp before anyone else, um, feel free to enter the competition. It is still live. The competition ends on the 1st, which is the Friday that you're listening to this. And uh, what you can do is you have to go to There's No Place Like Summer Camp.com forward slash competition. And in there, you'll be able to enter your details. All you have to do is follow me on Twitter, follow us on Instagram, and you can also sign up to the newsletter if you, if you wish. Um, but yeah, it's really, uh, really cool. So oh, I'm getting on a tangent. So to, to enter that competition, you have to go to that page. You have to click on the buttons that it asks you to, and then it can log yourself as a competition entry. You've got until the first to enter, and you get to win either a paperback or an ebook version of the book. So it's really exciting, really, really cool. Um, in the last episode, we talked about the merchandise shop that is now 
available on there's no place like summercamp.com uh, it's available you go to there's no place like summercamp.com forward slash shop you'll be able to pick yourself up some t-shirts some hoodies there's towels there's water bottles there's all sorts of different types of merchandise on there and if you get it uh, I think it's before the book releases. It might be the week of the book release. I think you've got until the 10th of uh, April to pick up some merchandise if you wish with a discount code where you get 10% off for buying through uh, before, you know, getting in there before everyone else. So the code is early bird, and that's one word. You get 10% off the merchandise shop. Um, I've actually got a couple of shirts on the way to my house, and that's really cool. I really want to um, represent the brand, represent the book, and get the name out there. And uh, I, I really appreciate anyone that purchases the merchandise. And let me know what you think about it when you receive it. You can tweet me on Twitter, at AndrewW09. So we've got the competition that's still open, we've got the merchandise uh, shop that's up with the 10% code early bird to get some money off. And uh, this episode is all about the uh, merchandise that I still have from my time at camp, because what better segue of uh, having the shop of my own open than talk about the merchandise that I still have from camp, because that's part of the real experience of having camp and it how it influences your day-to-day -day sort of uh, reminiscence is that a word reminiscence I think it is reminiscence about camp is you pick up a t-shirt or you pick up some sort of merchandise that you had from back in your camp days and you really do treasure those um, so in this episode we're going to be talking about the ones that I still have and uh, hopefully some of you can relate to that so, starting off this uh, merchandise that I still have from camp, we have my Camp America t-shirt. Now, that's the first year of, well, I, I think I've got two Camp America t-shirts. I think I've got one for the first year that I uh, volunteered, and then we got the second one through the post um, for that second summer that I volunteered as well. Uh, whenever you do sign up through Camp America, they part of your... Like I think it's about a thousand pounds that you have to pay to go to Camp America. Um, part of the um, experience, <clears throat> or part of what you get, shall I say, is a couple of T-shirts, and it is really cool to get one of those. Not all sort of summer camp programs offer you that, and it's good to just go to camp and represent. And I remember vividly um, going into the airport. <clears throat> the airports of uh, Heathrow and, um, who is it, uh, not JFK, Newark in New York and Atlanta Airport wearing these uh, Camp America t-shirts and you're seeing a flood of other people wearing them. It's really cool. So I still have those t-shirts somewhere. I never want to get rid of them. It's one of those sentimental memory boxes um, and they're really cool. My... Uh, shirts from my own experience of doing camp and now this is something that I've recently been reading myself because I've been recording the audio book and um, I'm probably about a quarter of the way of recording the audio book in its entirety and it's um, it's a lot of hard work to do an audio book I'll tell you that for free but anyway um, I, I literally stumbled upon the 
time that me and my co actually ordered our own um, shirts to sort of represent ourselves while we were at camp and to this day I have a like a camp summer camp shrine I like to call it where I framed this t-shirt that we had custom ordered for the two of us and uh, it was just so cool uh, I had to keep it I had to keep it framed it's got so many memories and uh, it would be the main shirt that I'd wear while I was at camp and especially on my camp outs which was my specialty that I taught at summer camp so um, never going to get rid of that it's in its own shrine and beneath the shrine um, I'm, I, I'm, I might have to post that to Instagram I've never I don't think I've ever shared it on Instagram um, I have this shrine where the t-shirt is framed and then a couple of photos of my best buds from summer camp are beneath and I sometimes just look at that and just think oh my god that shirt has been, so th been through so much and uh, yeah you can really tell because it's so worn down but uh, there, there's nothing I'll change about it. Okay, so there's a couple of other uh, bits of bits of t-shirt memorabilia that I still have from summer camp, and um, these two shirts are the shirts that I actually got from my own camp um, when I was volunteering there, and that's some of the cool things that I think pretty much most summer camps you think would offer. Um, it's for basically showing what year you had volunteered at your summer camp and sort of representing your own camp for when parents are coming and you want the camp to look professional so uh, my camp gave us one shirt for the 2014 year that we volunteered and another for the 2015 and it was really cool um, the shirts themselves eh, eh, the first shirt was really cool it was a really cool shirt because it was the first time I had ever seen such a thing and oh, it felt like I was uh, accepted into their sort of folklore or history or into their group by having that first shirt. But the second shirt for me, it wasn't as good because it was just the, literally the same design as the first shirt but just in a colour red. And uh, <laughs> I'm just getting off on such a tangent here but it wasn't, it wasn't anything to write home about just because it was in a colour red, you know. Um, all of the people that had done the first summer were like tweeting and asking me on Facebook, "Oh, what, what's the what's the shirt like for this year?" And I'll be like, eh, "You're not you're not really missing out much here, mate, because uh, because it's just literally the shirt you already have, but it's in red." Because um, yeah, I don't know why they made that decision, but people would be curious because not everyone went to summer camp twice like I did. Um, and that sort of is touched upon in the second book that is going to be coming. Uh, I don't know when that's going to be coming, but that'll be in that'll be in the works. It'll be released at some point, and I'm sure you'll hear about it on here. So I have two shirts from uh, volunteering at my own camp, and so far we have five t-shirts, um, and that's pretty crazy. But that's that's really a part of the uh, I don't know the 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 thing i guess about volunteering at a summer camp is the t-shirts they're so you look back on these shirts and you think how many memories do these shirts hold because you're wearing them all the time and you're rotating through them all the time and they're not cringy they're not uh, that's the thing about summer camp you can wear what you want really to an extent obviously nothing that's going to be unsafe for kids or anything stupid like come on but 
if you if you fancy wearing some tie-dye shirts, which is the sixth shirt that I totally forgot about, I do have a tie-dye shirt somewhere, um, no one's going to really judge you. And uh, it's really cool. Like, loads of people wear these cool shirts that you wouldn't normally wear outside the bubble, and it's really cool. So talking about the tie-dye shirt, that was something I did in my second summer, and it wasn't really something that had much memories for me because I put it on once, and I thought, oh my god, I can see it radiate from my body, and it was just too much to wear. It was too much, and it was too cringy, and I just had to take it off. So, um, yeah, the the tie-dye shirt, it was cool to make. i never done one, and I haven't done one since. So it was cool to do that. It was a really crafty thing to do, but I didn't wear it, and it, it doesn't really hold much memories for me. But I know th hundreds and thousands of you out there your tie-dye shirts are going to mean so much. So that's a sixth t-shirt, Jesus Christ. Right, moving away from the t-shirts now. So I have a couple of camp socks. Now this is a real strange one because I was when I received these, I was like, okay, why are we giving why are we why are we why are we being given socks? It didn't make sense. And these were big, thick, woolly socks. And it was given to us by the camp. And now this is a camp in the middle of Atlanta and in the middle of summer. So why were we being given these big, thick, woolly socks? I'll never know. So I never wore them while I was at camp. And um, it's only been recently with the change in weather um, and the hike in gas prices and all of that sort of thing where I've sort of taken these socks out of their uh, packaging, so to speak, and put them on and they're so nice they're so nice and warm and it represents the camp that I went to so yeah that's um that's another piece of memorabilia that I still have from my summer camp really cool now I'm getting on to other bits of memorabilia that I still have from camp but these aren't so much more official than uh the ones that have gone prior so far we've had six fucking t-shirts and one pair of socks um, they're all official they're all official type things but these are the more uh, sentimental in a weird sort of way uh, type of memorabilia that I still have and I look back at summer camp and think oh man that was so 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 good such a good time the, f the first one is my top another fucking t-shirt seven t-shirts in this list bloody hell if my t-shirts do not get any sales, I am going to be fuming. Right, I've got two on the way, so I guess those count. So, um, the top that I'm thinking of in this instance is the Universal top that I have. Um, we went to Universal Studios in my second year of uh, travels after doing Camp America for the second year. I still have that t-shirt, I still wear it. Um, it... I bought it at the time knowing I was getting ripped off because it was like $35. Um, but I remember buying it thinking, I've gone to fucking Universal Studios in Florida and I never dreamt that I'd ever be able to do such a thing. And it was so cool to be able to say I've done that. And that's not trying to sound like I'm bragging or anything because everyone that does summer camp has really sort of like a once-in-a-lifetime experience. But we sort of topped it off with the travels afterwards. So I imagine that there's going to be plenty of you listening, especially those that have done it in the past, or if you have summer camp coming up. 
where you'll be traveling afterwards and you'll pick up bits and bobs along the way and you'll remind yourself of those travels um i know a lot of people used to do uh camp america treks and that sort of thing perfect time to start picking up some special memorabilia from all of the places and the you know the really cool tourist locations that they take you to um yeah so mine in this instance is the universal top The next one, and it's not so much something that's official from camp, but I still have those water bottles from my time at summer camp. And it's one of those things that only when you're at summer camp, you realize how often you need the thing because it's so hot, so humid. You're doing so many activities that you need water on you all the time. And um, it's it's nuts how often you need it. It's always on you. There's going to be photos of you standing there happening to be hold, holding a water bottle. And I still have those. And I rem every time I have like this water out of this particular uh, bottle, I think, oh, my God, this is still with me. Like, what's going on here? It's a weird one, I know. But um, I always, for some reason, the water bottles take me back. Now, one of the things that I lost, I had actually had a piece of merchandise that I lost, um, was a uh, a rope that I did in Rope Burn. And if you want to hear more about the Rope Burn story, um, I'd highly recommend picking up my book because it has all of the details in there. But essentially what Rope Burn was <clears throat> is a small segment of the Color War type events and I was in that for one of the sessions and as part of the ceremony you're sort of given a segment of this rope to carry back with you. Now I was really cherishing this piece of charred rope uh, until I started to have had to like pack my suitcase for the travels after camp and this charred piece of rope would really stink out my suitcase because it was like full of charcoal and smoky smells and I couldn't really travel with it even with it being inside like a plastic bag or anything because now we were starting to actually travel outside of the camp bubble and it wasn't something that I could really wear in anywhere if if my normal t-shirts and jeans and shoes would stink of smoke and I'll just be, I don't know, at Washington Monument or the White House. It wouldn't really work. So I had to leave that behind. And I say I lost it, but I think it was a conscious decision at the time to leave it behind. And it's sad times because I would have loved to have been able to have maybe brought it back with me and have it in some sort of box as well because it was a really cool time from camp. But uh, unfortunately, that's one I left behind. Okay, so we're at the end of this episode here, guys. I hope you have enjoyed this one. Like I say, we're in the final straight of the book being released. At the time of recording, it's, what, just shy of... Well, even at the time this gets released, to be honest, we're about a week away from um, There's No Place Like Summer Camp being available. So I know some people have like questions about where you can actually pick up the book. Uh, if you go to Amazon at the minute, you type in There's No Place Like Summer Camp, no matter which country you're in may I say, um, you'll be able to see the book available um, in a Kindle version, available to pre-order. Now, I'm not sure about you, but um, I prefer my books in paperback, and now the unfortunate thing about paperbacks on Amazon is they don't let you pre-order them, which is really strange. So I'm having to tell people this like one by one when they ask me the question, but it is going to be released as a paperback and a hardback on the fourth at the same time it's just a shame that you can't pre-order those in advance because i'd 
I don't understand. I don't know why not. It's a weird Amazon thing. So it's going to be available on Amazon 100% on the 4th of April. Now, in the way that I've published this book, it's not like the other sort of self-published books that you see. This can be really picked up in any bookstore and it can be picked up in any library. It's not an Amazon exclusive. It can be picked up in Apple iBooks. It can be picked up in Kobo. It can be picked up in um, Waterstones, WH Smiths, um, any independent book retailer, anywhere like that. They will be able to search a library, uh, I say a library, um, sort of like a book catalog to find the book. Uh, and they'll be able to order it themselves. So I really do need to help uh, get the name out there because I can't push Waterstones and WH Smiths to stock my book. They have to stumble upon it themselves. And um, yeah, it's really cool. So um, there's that that's going to be coming as well. Um, it's not an Amazon exclusive. So if you do see it in another store, please feel free to tweet me or Instagram me or something. Or if Or if there's a retailer you think that would listen to you, go ahead and say, go and pick up There's No Place Like Summer Camp, it's great. Or at least read it yourself and see what you think and then let them know. That'd be really cool. So it's not an Amazon exclusive. It can be anywhere. Um, it would be so fucking insane if I stumble through uh, Waterstones and see my book on the shelves ready for someone to order. And if I ever do see that, you'll be the first to hear about it, trust me. Um, so yeah, it's it's not an Amazon exclusive, but it will be there on day one. As for other retailers, it's a case of if they pick it, if they pick it up. I hope they do. A lot of work has gone into it. A lot of work has gone into the paperback in particular. So if 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 I had to recommend one version, I would recommend the paperback. Um, it's something that you'll be able to travel with. It's a size that's you know suitable for a train or plane or anything like that. Um, I personally prefer the paperback because it actually feels like a proper book, whereas the ebook, in my opinion, it's it's kind of hard to read because there's a lot of pages to this, and that's something that you'll be surprised by is literally how much content I have crammed into this thing. It's really cool. It's a really cool project to actually see come to an end, really. And uh, like you heard at the start of this episode, I didn't realize that it's actually the last episode you'll hear from me before the book actually gets released and I should have really prepared something that's a bit more poetic I guess um, but it's been a good run it's been a good run I think what this is like sort of near to the 80th episode of there's no place like summer camp it's been a, it's been a case of years of work um, uh, there's a lot of people that I would thank but it's all in the book um, I think it holds it stands on its own two feet now and it's in a place where it can really do justice to how good summer camp can be and I hope that people that are listening to these podcasts are not just the people that have done summer camp before but also those that are considering doing camp and I think it will paint a good picture of how good it can be and hopefully influence you to go and have the time of your lives too. Um, so thank you for all your support thank you for following me on Twitter and Instagram remember if you do you can enter the competition which is free and you can win your own copy but you only have a few more days uh, to get your entries in so go to there's no place like summercamp.com to enter and there's also the merchandise shop as well we're all we're kicking on all 
fucking cylinders here. We've got the merchandise shop where you can pick up your own t-shirts. You can represent There's No Place Like Summer Camp at your own camps and help spread the word of the podcast and the book. It's uh, been a great ride with you guys. Next week's episode is going to be all about the book launch. Um, I don't know what to say. Uh, it's, It's a bit... That's that's like nuts for me to say. Uh, what six years in the works, man? And next week's episode is all about the book launch. So I think we're going to leave it here. It's it's uh, surreal in a way that it's live. Uh, I, 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 I don't even know what to say. Like normally with these episodes, I record them over a weekend, but I'm thinking next week. Because the book launches on Tuesday, aka next week from the time you hear this, um, I might have to record and upload the podcast on the same day, or I don't know, the day before on that Monday that it actually drops. I don't know. It's exciting, but that's you can tell what the next week's episode is going to be all about. It's going to be a celebration. It's going to be a good time to. have the book finally out there. I know so many people have asked me what's going on with the book. Has it progressed? Is it good? What format's it going to be on? Where can I buy it? Uh, where's the paperback? Where's this? Where's that? What's it about? Uh, there's so many people that don't realize that I actually went to a Jewish summer camp and how that sort of plays into the book as well, because I'm not religious, as you may be able to tell. I'm not Jewish or anything like that but it really adds sort of another dimension to the book and it doesn't come across as being all unicorns and rainbows like you think summer camp can be it really does tell the whole story it tells you everything and I hope it takes you on sort of like a travel wanderlust type experience that makes you want to see more of the world to be honest so like I say next week the book releases if you want to go and pre-order the paper uh, the kindle ebook you can do so right now on Amazon. If you would rather wait for the paperback, um, it, that will be dropping on the 4th, and you can order that for you know prime delivery. Uh, hardback also releases on that date too. And the audiobook, that will be uh, probably later in the month. Um, and yeah, I just have to say thank you to everyone for listening. Thank, thank you for all your support. I, d- I don't really know how to tie this off, to be honest. Like, it's next week. It's next week the book goes live. Um, uh, so I hope you enjoy it. Like I say, paperback is my version of choice. You have the full like cover art. You have you, it, it feels great in the hands, and um, I couldn't be more proud. The amount of work that I've put into this thing. I hope I hope people will appreciate that this sort of hits a niche that is full of passionate people. Um, and uh, I'm chuffed, to be honest. It's, it's it's strange looking back. I couldn't have done it by myself. A lot of it is by myself. I'm not trying to blow my own trumpet or anything. But uh, there's been my cover designer. There's been my editor. There's been my formatter. There's been people around me that have supported me. Um, but we'll touch upon that in the next episode. Anyway, guys, I hope you enjoyed. I'll see you next week. Goodbye.